Good morning, everybody, and welcome to A Penny for Your Thoughts. I'm Jim Turpin. I'll be here for just an hour today. Then it'll be time for On the Money between 10 and 11 this morning. Tomorrow on the program at 10 o'clock, we'll have a conversation with Gene Driscoll. Gene is quite a legend in this area for lots of reasons. And uh, we'll talk about some of those. And uh, she is leaving town, taking on a new job. And we'll uh, talk about that as well. So that'll be tomorrow at 10. Those of you that would like to say something to uh, Jean or wish her well, you are welcome to do that at 351-5667. That's our number Three five one five six six seven. The number to call in. The text number is a three five one five three five seven. So, what's on your mind today? We just have an hour. Plenty of things to talk about. But I'd like to uh, make sure that we get uh, your questions or comments on the air, if that's what you prefer. We got a lot of uh, headline stuff to uh, talk about as well. This is really uh, interesting what the officials in Japan had to say about North Korea. They say the North Korea threats are at an unprecedented critical level. Hadn't been much said about uh, North Korea here lately, but for a while there it was pretty hot and it kind of cooled off, and now we'll have to talk about it again and uh, tell you what Japan has to say and what the United States is doing. And the President Trump and the Capitol Hill Republicans are giving it another whirl because, well, they really have no other choice. They're trying to get together on uh, several big items, and they're meeting today. And on the Hill, the Russia probe seems to be going nowhere. New York Times story yesterday sends a clear signal that the investigators are coming up empty-handed. Locally, a bond issue of $110 million approved by Unit 4, part of the uh, big uh, referendum. This is uh, for the, uh, well, I'll tell you a little bit later on what uh, this particular uh, uh, bit of money is uh, to be used for. Speaking of money, the state of Illinois and the city of Chicago are going all out to get Amazon's second headquarters. This is a new uh, facility that they are going to build someplace. And uh, we, being the the state and the city, have included a $2 billion incentive package. The retail giant's new place will employ up to 50,000 people. 
And uh, Jim Dye writes in uh, today's Gazette that a judge says he won't play word games with the feds. The judge denies a motion to reconsider an order on Aaron Schock's records. Megan Kelly says abuse, threats, and shaming of women must stop. She takes on her former Fox News Channel colleague Bill O'Reilly in very blunt terms. And columnist uh, Mark Oppenheimer tells why the public hates the media. I'll give you some of those uh, thoughts as we go along this morning. Just 48% of the public now say that they have a great deal or some confidence in the media. And former Illini football player Caleb Day was uh, sentenced to one year of probation yesterday after admitted to stealing a woman's wallet at a campus town bar. He then used the debit card several times to make purchases, and Day was a highly re- uh, touted, you might remember, a uh, so, boy, we're really getting a terrific player here, defensive back. He's from uh, Hilliard, Ohio, but he had an unspectacular career at Illinois, uh, suffering a knee injury as a senior in September of 2016 and uh, left the uh, team. Miami coach Jim Laranega says he is coach three in the court documents. They've got two or three coaches named. Uh, we, one has been... Uh, uh, described as uh, Coach 2, I think it was, as uh, uh, Patino, and now Laranega says he is Coach 3. This is the uh, court documents that detail the federal corruption and the bribery investigation into college uh, basketball. He says he has done nothing wrong and insists that he will be vindicated. And a, a Unity High School student is in custody after an alleged threat to shoot up or to blow up the school last week. He's being held in the Champaign County Juvenile Detention Center. And the World Series starts tonight in L.A., and one of the interesting things about it is the temperature may be in triple digits. And let's go to the phones for uh, this coma. Good morning, coma. This is Helma. I'm sorry. I was uh, right. doing the best I can. We don't don't, okay. don't always hear the right way, but uh, you're welcome on the uh, program. What's on your mind? Thanks, Jim. Well, I just want to let everyone know it's time for the big give. Once again, Stone Creek Church and Myers in Urbana are joining with the help of our wonderful community to br- provide over 1,000 turkeys and all the trimmings for Thanksgiving meal for families in need. This is our 10th year. We have done this and are we are so happy to do it and blessed to do it. Families do who want to participate must pre-register and that's why I was calling you today. Okay, how do they, they do that? They can call Stone Creek Church in Urbana at 344-5455. And now, this year, our second year, we're doing it in Rantoul, and they can call our Rantoul Church at 892-7164 for the times and dates that they can pre-register. And today in Rantoul, from 4 to 7, 
we're doing it. And Monday at our Stone Creek Food Pantry on Philo Road, uh, we're doing it there at our food pantry for all the people that come to our pantry. So how many people are going to be involved in this, do you think? What are you uh, estimating? How many people? Uh, well, we're giving how many, out, how many people are you going to serve? Yeah. Uh, 1,350. <laughs> How'd you come up with that number? Well, last year we did 250 uh, at Rantoul. Uh-huh. We're increasing it by 100. Okay. And last year we did 1,000 in Champaign-Urbana area and Savoy, St. Joe, all the surrounding areas. Everybody's welcome. Those who are in need can uh, register, and they do have to pre-register, and we're getting it out to the schools and everybody to to know about it. There's flyers all over the place telling you how you can pre-register for it. Okay, well, I've got those uh, numbers. If anybody uh, calls us uh, back, uh, we'll uh, be glad to uh, to repeat them uh, for them, and uh, Congratulations again to all everybody involved out there. That's a, that's a wonderful project. Thank you so much for letting us be on. Oh, it's our pleasure. Thank you. Appreciate the okay. appreciate the information. Uh huh. Bye bye. Well, bye bye. We'll uh, take a break here. We're coming right back. Phone lines open at three five one five six six seven. I saw a guy uh, yesterday, Ed, in uh, Kinkos. And he came up to me. I was uh, sending a fax there. He was uh, doing something, and he and his uh, wife were there. And they said, we listen to Penny every day. And he said, I'm out and about a lot. I drive, uh, uh, I guess he makes deliveries or is in his car a lot. And he says, I can't call you anymore because I I can't remember this uh, new number. I said, well, it's a temporary number. He says, I know. But he says, then he rattled off the old number. And uh, I think that's the case for, for many of you, that you know the old number and uh, are having a little difficulty with the new number. Well, this is not uh, new forever. This is a temporary number. We hope to get the old number back sooner the better. But right now, you can uh, call us at 351 5667 or you can uh, text us. Yesterday we had a lot of texts on the uh, Monday morning quarterback uh, portion of the program. Uh, 351-5357. That is the uh, text number. Let's go back to the phones for JR. Hello, JR. How you doing, Mr. Turpin? I am doing fine. What's on your mind today, bud? Well, today I'm 61. Oh, no, you're not that old. <laughs> I know, but I just had a hernia surgery here about last Tuesday. And uh, one my friend says, well, how you feel? Well, the first few days I felt like being I was run over by a semi. Now I feel I got run over by a car. So I'm getting better. <laughs> I'm getting better. Yeah, pretty soon you're going to feel like you just got run over by a bicycle. You know what's more important? You know what's important in life? What's, uh, what's that? You, your health and friends. If you don't have friends, you know, you better watch out. My uh, greeting to uh, people uh, when I write letters and stuff, it's, it's getting to be old hat, but I say I wish you health and happiness. Yes. I mean, is, is there anything else? Hey, no. uh, I'm glad yes. you're doing better, and uh, thanks for uh, letting us know about that. Take care. Appreciate it. Bye-bye. Bye. 351-5667, again, is our phone number. 
And uh, we need to uh, probably take our first break here, Ed, and then we'll uh, come back and uh, talk some more. 351-5665 after this break. We're back on Penny for Your Thoughts. I'm Jim Turpin. This is an hour of open line, and then it's uh, on the money from uh, 10 to uh, 11. Tomorrow on uh, Penny, a conversation with uh, Gene Driscoll. And, uh, Elma, you, you forgot something? I did. I'm so sorry. I told you we were uh, partnering with Myers in Urbana, and on November 7th and 8th, anybody that goes shopping at Myers can purchase a $10 gift certificate, and Myers will triple it. So that's how we raise the money, some of the money to uh, provide all this. Okay, so, appreciate uh, you calling us back. Thank you. Okay, thank you. Mm-hmm. Bye-bye. So uh, what else is uh, on your mind uh, this morning? Some of these uh, things happening uh, worldwide don't uh, seem to be of much interest to uh to callers like North Korea, are you tired of hearing about that? Uh, Trump, are you tired of hearing about him? That's uh, This is our world. And uh, this uh, business about uh, the Russia probing. Uh, the, the New York Times uh, yesterday, uh, I don't have the story. I just have a, a story about the story. But it says the, um, the committees out on uh, the Hill have been at it for months now, and they haven't come up with much of anything. I believe that's what Russia's been telling you for a long, long time. He says there's nothing to this. Things have reached the point where the New York Times in Above the Fold piece yesterday is clearly signaling that the investigators are coming up empty-handed. But while the Times offers numerous reasons why the probes are stalled, there is no mention of another possible explanation and that there isn't much there to find. I don't know exactly what the committees have found. This is uh, Howard Kurtz for uh, Fox News. I don't know exactly what the committees have found. I don't know what Robert Mueller and his team of uh, prosecutors have found. But people like Mike Flynn and Paul Manafort appear to have problems, and just yesterday uh, came an NBC report that the special counsel is investigating Democratic lobbyist uh, Tony Podesta. His firm is uh, says it's uh, fully cooperating. But potential charges about improper payments and lobbying aren't the same as the core question of whether Trump aides and associates colluded with Moscow to... Uh, influence the election. The one instance we know about, the meeting with Russian lawyers arranged by Donald Trump Jr., didn't lead to anything. And the White House, by all indications, is cooperating with Mueller. Again, no premature conclusions, but administration officials addressing what the president calls a witch hunt have privately wondered what the media will do if it turns out there's no there there. The Times piece said the Hill investigations suffer from some common maladies. All three committees looking into Russian interference, one in the House, two in the Senate, have run into problems. 
from insufficient staffing to fights over whether the committee should wrap up the investigations. The Senate Judiciary Committee's inquiry has barely started, delayed in part by negotiations over the scope of the investigation. Leaders of the Senate Intelligence Committee, maintaining bipartisan uh, support, have sought to tamp down the expectations about what they will find. Could the media be tamping down as well? Well, nine months ago, into the nine months into the Trump administration, the Times says, any notion that Capitol Hill would provide a comprehensive, authoritative, and bipartisan accounting of the extraordinary efforts of a hostile power to disrupt American democracy appears to be dwindling. The story has an open anecdote about Jared Kushner offering to stay beyond his allotted time when questioned by the House Intelligence Committee. Republican Congressman Trey Gowdy said he was in a no-win situation. If you leave now, Democrats will say you did not answer all the questions. If you stay, they will keep you all week. So that's the story on the Russia probes. They seem to be going nowhere. We're at 3515667. I'm going to repeat that again for you, 3515667, and a text us at 3515357. If you have something on your mind today, a uh, comment or a question, let's uh, jump right in, get a, a little dialogue going here on the penny today. Well, I know some of you are tired of hearing about North Korea, but This sounds uh, even more serious uh, with each uh, passing day. Speaking with the United States and the South Korean counterparts at a meeting of Asian defense chiefs in the Philippines, the Japanese defense minister said the threat posed by North Korea has grown to an unprecedented, critical, and imminent level. This is according to a Reuters report. Therefore, we have to take calibrated and different responses to meet with that level of response. Comments among the defense chiefs follows a report that North Korea's biological weapons program could kill tens of thousands of people and create panic and paralyze societies. According to Reuters, the defense ministers from the Association of Southeast Asian Nations highlighted the need to maintain peace and stability in the, in the region and call for the exercise of self-restraint and the resumption of dialogue to de-escalate tensions in the Korean Peninsula. North Korean leader Kim Jong-un called President Trump a lunatic Sunday for taking the U.S. and its, quote, poor puppet forces straight into ruin. The president last week said he would certainly take a look at visiting the DMZ, or Demilitarized Zone, after he was invited to tour the U.S. Army installation Camp Humphreys, located south of Seoul. U.S. Air Force Chief of Staff David Goldfein recently said the military branch was preparing to place its fleet of nuclear-armed B-52 bombers on a 24-hour alert status noting that in a world where we've got folks that are talking openly about the use of nuclear weapons, it's important to remain alert and 
remain prepared. It is 927. We take a break here. Coming right back at 351-5661. is the phone number. 351-5667. <laughs> All right, let's uh, take uh, one call before the uh, news uh, coming up here at uh, 9.30. This is Victor. Hello, Victor. Well, good morning, Jim. I was just listening to your broadcast about uh, uh, the problems of the world and thinking that we have seemed to have had major problems from Charlottesville and Puerto Rico and uh, Houston and Northern California and Southern California. It sounds like disaster. But we have them every year, but not quite so many. But that's not what I called you about. Okay, what did you call about? I've listened to Penny for, I think, since the 1940s. It's early in the early 1950s. And in those days, uh, I believe it was Mr. Stewart. Wasn't that his name? Larry Larry Stewart, yes. Larry Stewart was, uh, was the person. But uh, they used to really actually send out a penny for people who called in on Penny for Your Thoughts. And one of those days, a woman called in and said she had called in and complained because she had not received her penny in the mail. Oh, no. (laughs) That's all I have to talk about, except that was, when you think about it, that's been over 60 years ago. And uh, I enjoy your broadcast. I enjoy listening to you. I appreciate your thoughts and your uh, variety of situations that you cover. It's a good program, and I will stop right there. Thank you. Much. Well, I appreciate uh, your call, uh, Victor. You know, we uh, used to send those uh, pennies out. Now it costs too much money to send a penny. Cost you fifty cents to send them. That's right. <laughs> hey, thanks for the call. I appreciate it very much, and uh, keep listening. Thank you much. Time for the uh, 9.30 uh, news here with uh, Brian Barnhart. We'll be back after that with more of our open line up until 10 o'clock. And then after that, it'll be time for On the Money. Here's Brian. We're back on uh, Penny for Your Thoughts. I'm Jim Turpin. Phone line's open at uh, 351-5667. Text us at 3515357. Tim Mitchell writes in the News Gazette this morning that the district residents won't see the effects until the property tax time, about another six months from now, but the Champaign School Board took a formal action last night that will lead to the bigger bills. As expected, the board members voted unanimously to pass a resolution providing for the issuance of up to $110 million of general obligation bonds and authorizing the execution of a bond purchase agreement. Those bonds will finance the bulk of the building projects on deck for the next five years. throughout the uh, district, including uh, work at the Central and the Centennial, Edison and Franklin, Dr. Howard and Southside Elementary Schools, and International Prep Academy, as well as Spalding Park and McKinley Field. In addition, the uh, school uh, board will 
have agreed now to provide for the levy of a general tax sufficient to pay for this principal and interest on the bonds. You might remember, how could we forget, last November voters gave the district permission to go ahead with these moves by overwhelmingly approving Unit 4's $183.4 million proposal. Let's go to the phones for Tiny. Hello, Tiny. Morning, Jim. Morning. I uh, wanted to call you earlier. I hate it that you've only got an hour today, but uh, I wanted to talk about this article that's in the paper Sunday. Okay. On the university hiring of this uh, Rusty Barcelo for their diversity program. Okay. Uh, well, what'd you think? Well, I, number one, I think that uh, uh, Mr. Jones uh, is concentrating. You know, I hate to talk like this because I'm, I'd be a racist. He's concentrating solely on blacks over there. He, he wants to uh, have a diversity program. He wants to spend $60 million and uh, bring kids in there. And, you know, this is great. I want all the black kids to get trained for something. And you've heard me say that before. I want them to have jobs. But I also want white poor kids to get a chance to get in on this $60 million. Uh, I don't understand why he's strictly, and they want to call it diversity. Well, you see, some time ago they they made it illegal to... uh, put uh, blacks over white, so now they call it diversity. But uh, we need both sides. It costs so much to go to the university, and the the poor kids in this country will never, never get a chance if we don't get something like this. Now, I'm talking about black kids and white kids. Right. Um, The other thing I want to talk about on this thing is the hiring of this Barcelo, or however you want to pronounce her name. At the end of the article here, it says, uh, two years after Barcelo stepped down from the state, uh, the state she was the president of a college. The state, uh, I don't know what her last job was. She's had several, but the last one was uh, she was absent 744 hours out of the five years she was there. That's almost half time. And uh, she said that she worked many hours that didn't show up on the clock. Well, you're when, when you're working in a business or an executive, you're not hired by the hour. You're hired by the year. Mm. And uh, you you work a lot of overtime, but 744 hours off of the job, which is almost half time, uh, that's not a person I want coming to the <laughs> university that I'm paying my tax dollars for. Well, you uh, I, I don't know what this Jones... Uh, um, you know, they talk about leadership over there at the university. I'm going to jump around a little bit. Uh, our leadership, they it's terrible. Uh, Jones and... Uh, the chancellor and, you're talking about now, Mr. Jones? Yes. Uh, all right, I'll call him Robert Jones, the chancellor of the University of Illinois. Okay, I just want to make sure we have the right we have the right there. Jones. Yeah, right. Yes, and it's a very important job, and he has taken it very seriously, and admitted that he's the one over the our president at the university. He's the one that canceled out our uh, that uh, 
song over there. I can't call it Jim. You know what the one he canceled here lately this fall? Yep. Uh, he said, I'm, I'm the guy that did it. I, I'll take the blame for it. Well, he ought to take the blame for hiring a guy that's there half time, too. And yeah, I, uh, you, you make some uh, good points at times. This diversity thing uh, bothers me uh, sometimes because it, it, uh, it seems to be just as uh, you put it that we're we're not uh, uh, diversity uh, seems to be going uh, to be uh, one sided uh, as uh, as you have just uh, pointed out and there are a lot of uh, very poor uh, uh, kids that are not African American they're you know they're white if you wish to call them that and they deserve uh, the same kind of chance I agree with you on that and uh, I don't know why there's a you almost almost every place you uh, look now, there the the word is diversity. Diversity. Well, it's a good idea if it's done right. I think. Well, if there was ever a place in this world that had diversity, the University of Illinois has already got it with five thousand Chinese students. As I told uh, uh, your newspaper, he said that he had that chow chow in the newspaper because of diversity. Well. We're drowning in diversity around here. Jim, I won't take up any more of your time. I'm glad you called, Tiny. Uh, thanks very much. Yeah, thank you. What do uh, some of the rest of you have to say about what Tiny just said? When they say diversity, what what do they mean? 351-5667. Well, I know what uh, Chad Ebert uh, means when he says... Uh, we specialize in painting and doing it the right way. You heard about this company? It's a wonderful company, Precision Painting. They want to thank all the customers for a great outdoor painting season. I mentioned this before. I've ridden around on my bicycle, and I would see their uh, their signs or their uh, trucks out. Uh, um, they were everywhere. They did a lot of work in the outdoors, and now is a different time of the year. Wouldn't the inside of your house, the inside, look better with a new coat of paint? Well, Precision Painting is now booking for the winter, discounted rates for a limited time as well. They specialize in interior painting. They're experts in repairing drywall getting rid of that old ugly uh, wallpaper, experts in making the walls look brand new again. They also move all the furniture and move it back when they're done. Saves on your back. And they uh, paint kitchen cabinets, too. Think about this. They can take the old or ugly builder-grade cabinets, and a lot of us have those in our house, and they can spray them out in a cabinet finish, completely transforming a kitchen. Precision Painting also paints cabinets in a what they call a non-disruptive way. They will take the doors and the drawer fronts to their shop and work on them there. They'll spray them with the cabinet lacquer. They can brush paint the frames in place, but nothing has to be taken out of the cabinets. If you want the best, call Precision Painting. Contact Chad Ebert at Precision Painting. Go to their website. It's 
Precision Painting, www.yprecisionpainting. They're confident that you will be very, very happy. And uh, some people have uh, responded, indeed, here with uh, some uh, text messages. Diversity, as the U of I sees it, has it has nothing to do with black and white and everything to do with sexual orientation. Wait and watch. And another, uh, regarding newly installed signals on the Kirby Avenue overpass, it should be obvious this is not a safe way to cross 57. Bicyclists, pedestrians, and mothers pushing strollers, as reported by a witness, surely could find a better route. And at night, in the dark? Really, that's a real death wish. And another says, uh, well, this appears to be for Allie. Hi, Allie, it says. Uh, Sorry I didn't uh, reply uh, earlier. I'm thrilled about winning tickets to see REO. Thanks so much. My name is uh, Peter. uh, Oh, I don't know how to say his name. He says, my address is 806 Park Lane in Champaign. He gives his email and so forth. He says, I've been a winner of uh, tickets in the past, so I'm not allowed to win again. I completely understand. However, your contests have allowed me and my children to see shows we could never afford otherwise. We are really grateful for this opportunity. Thanks again. It's C-H-I-L-G-I-R-I-S. Well, uh, thank you uh, for that. I'm glad that uh, you are a winner. Sounds like you're really going to enjoy it. We'll take a break here. We're coming right back. And we go uh, to the phones for John. Hi, John. Good morning, Jim. I just, I just had to call because I admire your patience, and God bless you after listening to Bobby. I, I really do admire your patience. Well, I try to give everybody a, a fair chance. <laughs> you definitely do, sir. You definitely do. That's all I have. Thank okay, you. Okay, thank you. And uh, Sean is next. Hi, Sean. Hey, how are you doing? I am good. How are you? I'm doing good. I'd just like to call in and and thank WDWS and Tim Dittman for taking time in reporting yesterday on the murder of Chase Yetz and somebody sitting down taking time to read that 500-page report. Um, That took him him, uh, all one weekend to read that. Yeah, and and that's uh, it's really nice to see somebody who cares like that and just wanted to give a shout-out and a thanks. Yeah, thanks, Billy. Well, uh, thank you. I'll uh, if, if Tim is not listening, I'll uh, pass that along to him. He's also done a lot of work on the uh, the uh, history of the, uh, the radio stations, and in accordance with our move here, and uh, a lot of uh, a lot of digging went into that. I don't know how many hours he put into that, but he, he's uh, he's done a great job, and I'll uh, I'll tell him you called about it. Okay, thank you. Hmm? And uh, we've uh, just got a minute or two here, and uh, Stan is next. Hi, Stan. Thanks, Jim. Real quick, uh, Bobby was right. The country would be way better off with Democratic presidents. Let's just look at the facts. The fact is, when Bush 43 was appointed president of the United States, uh, he had an anything-but-Clinton plan, and he immediately got North Korea to take out their uh, uh, 
video devices, making sure that they didn't have a nuclear weapon and within a set of nuclear weapons. We had an anything but Obama plan under uh, uh, Trump, and he has backpedaled on a uh, treaty with Iran that was keeping them from having nuclear weapons, and all countries in NATO agree that it was working and doing its job. And now we have Trump also doing an about-face on uh, relationships with a country by the name of Chad in Africa that was providing the majority of support and protection for our troops in Niger, and he put them on the the, uh, 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 list of people that can't come to the United States. And they pulled their forces out of Chad, out of Niger, Chad did. And within a week after they pulled their troops out of uh, Niger, we have four dead Green Berets. We would be much better off with Democratic presidents and leadership than Republicans. Okay, thank you, Stan. Uh, appreciate your opinion. And uh, there you have it. We have uh, people on uh, both sides of the spectrum, and uh, God bless America. That's uh, what we do. We've got uh, two sides, and maybe more. You know, we've got a lot of uh, people that don't believe in the philosophy of either of the parties. A lot of uh, independents, they appear to be growing uh, libertarians, uh, appear to be uh, growing uh, stronger as well. Well, our time is up this morning. I'm sorry we got all the calls right at the end because we only had one hour today. We could have had to carry this on to the second hour, but we'll... Come back again tomorrow morning and uh, start over at 9 o'clock on DWS in Champaign-Urbana.